Right, so welcome back to another episode of Be Calm and Carry On, um, in collaboration with Age UK and It's Mental. Um, this topic is going to be around, around Be Active. Uh, we're joined by Nick Jones. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a good conversation. So basically, the first question I've got, uh, Nick, and it's aimed towards you. Um, it's in a nutshell, like what are the benefits of keeping active? The benefits of keeping active, um, like I say, especially in the circumstance that we're in now, where we're, where we're stuck indoors for a, a little longer, is it's, it's the same benefit as it always is. It doesn't actually change. That's what we need to bear in mind, I think. Um, everyone's trying to find, um, justify keeping active while they're inside, but the fundamentals hasn't changed. It's just about adapting, basically. So the importance of exercise is, is obviously there's mental well-being and physical well-being. We're about to become more sedentary than ever just because we're limited to time going out. So in order for our energy levels to stay high and for us to stay happy and positive by releasing those feel-good hormones like endorphins, simply moving or purposeful movement like exercise itself um, is going to be hugely beneficial, let alone, obviously, the, the mental side of things by just giving us that release and letting us feel a little bit more productive about our day. Nice. Is there anything else you can add to that, Steve or Dave? Is there anything that you can add to the, uh, like I said, the, the benefits of keeping active? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, obviously, from Age UK Lancashire's point of view, our, our age group of people is uh, the over 50s. Uh, but there's quite a lot of research out there that suggests that the over 65 age group are actually the most sedentary age group um, that, that there is. And it's really important that those uh, that age group does stay active because if you're not exercising and not being active, it can... Um, increase the risk of things like heart disease, strokes, type 2 diabetes, uh, and even some cancers by up to 50%. Uh, so although, yes, it's it's all about, it's a whole package like Nick said about the mental well-being and physical side of things. It's not just about feeling well within yourself and, and feeling fit. It can actually have, uh, you know, some real positive benefits to actually, you know, some serious health conditions. Fantastic. Um if you well, I'm going to aim this one at Nick. Um, have you ever done any formal exercise activity that, that you reckon someone should start today, type of thing, within that age bracket? Within that age bracket, it's about it's all about what people. A, you've got to look at yourself as an individual. So basically, everyone's different. So there's no kind of set precedent as what is the best thing for somebody. Uh, in terms of if you've got a list of 10 different exercises out, nothing's going to kind of highlight and go, this is the best thing for you. Only you can decide that. I think that's an important thing, important point to make. So, for example, like Dave rightfully says, there's massive health benefits to fitness and to just moving. And especially for the age group that we're discussing about here, it's pretty key and pivotal because the once once something gets a hold of you, the acceleration can, uh, the, the, the likelihood of acceleration of um a form of illness kind of speeding up, especially in, in, in today's circumstance where we've got a lack of access to certain NHS facilities as well. Um, it's pretty key to make sure that you choose wisely. Now, I think, like anything, the best thing to do would be to start simple. So straight away, government guidelines in the in the current kind of uh, predicament we're in Let's, gives you access to kind of like an hour outside is what it recommends so straight away walking is an activity and but right now it could be for somebody a form of exercise 
if you're listening to this now and you have an exercise routine and something like walking to you could simply be activity, which is just an additional kind of feel good factor and movement that you kind of have access to in your day. But right now for some people, maybe walking would be the best thing to start with. And then you're giving yourself a simple kind of platform to push off from so from walking you can go into kind of mindful running and kind of like light jogging and from there you can go on to an actual running routine from there you can start setting targets and start setting kind of distances within a time period and straight away just from that example you can get a snowball so one of the best things to start with is simply walking and um, but if you have access to space in your house or um, a bike or access to uh, basically equipment or something where you can train or exercise specifically then that as well is a good way to start because if you've got access to something the likelihood is that that's in your house or access to you have access to that is because once upon a time whether it's been collecting dust for a while or not <laughs> is that once upon a time that was of an interest to you for example cycling a lot of people have a bike that's kind of started off on just against the wall in the garage of the shed which has now got 20 things from every season of the year stacked in front of it well now is a better time than ever to get these things out and just start to find your feet with the simplest form of it so again if we look at that walking analogy which you can soon turn into a habitual and kind of purposeful running you could go and get your bike out if you've got a few weights at home go get that weight out if you've got something somebody who you like um and you like kind of what they do so if you're if you're kind of like keen on your social media and you follow certain people and their style because all age groups have a lot of a lot of people now majority of people have access to a visual of some form of social media where they follow people they see on the screen and things like that again start to delve into what kind of form of that exercise that you can get involved in so but i think what is key is start with anything it's about starting in its simplest form finding your feet with it and then pushing on from there naturally fantastic you mentioned about walking and i know Stephen, you you mentioned um, the benefits of going out walking for like mindfulness and these guided walks that you talk talk about is there any more any any other ways you can like expand on on that area and like what other benefits there are yeah, of going I- out for walks and jogs and stuff yeah, I, th- I think the thing is, is in, in, in obviously these situations we're in with isolation, um, you know, you can tick two boxes, you know, with physical and mind. And people usually just set out with one thing in mind is either to get fit and to get some exercise. But, you can, you know, we thinking of it a slightly different way, you can tick both boxes. So we're, we're walking, you know, we're mindfulness walking. It's really getting your mind geared into, you know, taking into the surroundings, um, nature's a big thing, obviously the first top of the tree, people just taking in the nature a bit more rather than just walking to a destination without thinking um, you know, the time we're in now is we've got time to absorb this, obviously we've got an hour but we've got time to absorb a bit more of things around us um, you know, thinking about how we're walking and the body's moving um, is a good way of, of keeping focused as well um, and it's just exercising the mind as well as being physical. Um, very simple things, it, you know, it relates to running. A lot of people get a lot of benefits out of running and be- because they shut off, they give the mind a rest from like racing ahead, thinking of all different things, mainly negative because of the situation in the world's in at the moment. But really just shutting off for that period of time, that's what you need your mind to do to re-energise and stop filling that bucket. 
Speaking about motivation, like how if I if I'm stuck in isolation, like how can I keep myself motivated? Like in these current times, like what any tips and tricks you can give to people listening to this? Yeah, do you want me to? Come yeah, to any, that? Well, yeah, any one of you, any one of you can kind of all put you your. Uh, I think I think together. the thing is passive motivation. I think like you know Nick would say straight away about obviously you just got to get yourself and uh, see the benefits once you're doing things. Um, I think what's really important when we spoke about this before is people as times like this having routine, not just doing a one-off thing and then it never happened again for another 10 days. I mean, exercise, becoming an addict and obviously bringing the mind into that, you know, gives you a sense of self-worth, makes you feel a lot stronger and powerful and that's what gives you the motivation to get back out there and do it again and again and again. Fantastic. Is there anything you can add to that, Nick? With because I know you do a lot of like online uh, workouts and stuff with Fitbox. Is there anything that you can add to that? Yeah, I mean, like I completely agree with Steve in terms of um, you know building these habits and, and and to bounce off that. I think what's important for people is to have a goal, is to have a target constantly. I've actually just been um, so I'm doing a lot of like, conference calls with clients and things like that. And one question I got this week was. Um, uh, what's the what's my goal now? And this they, that's what they asked me. And bear in mind, we've had a goal for the. I've worked with this person for eighteen months, and they turned to me and said, "So, what's the goal now? Now that we're stuck indoors, well, the goal hasn't changed." And this is what's important for people to to know is if if you had a goal or you have a target, that pushes you every single day. And it doesn't just have to be something physical. It can be a personal target. It can be any something mental. It can be. You want to do something. Yes, we are bit, We are a lot more limited now, but there is still a form of that goal that can take, take uh, form in your mind. And I think having something to focus on or something to push toward, and it can be the smallest thing and it can be a, a, the biggest, or it could be the biggest thing, depending on who you are and what you've been doing, is a, a simple kind of um, target in your mind to of achievement or in terms to be somewhere by the end of a certain time frame, that alone can motivate you as well. And it just gives you some purpose. And like Steve said with routine, certain things need to be kept as they are. So for example, we are stuck inside. I mean, there's no there's no need to sleep in more. There's no need to go to bed later. You can keep certain elements of your routine and that as well can keep you motivated because there's familiarity. Because at the end of the day, I think what's important for everyone to understand of, um, of all age, age groups is that this will be over at some point and we will need to get back to what we were doing and what we were pushing for on a day-to-day basis within normality. So the closer we stay to keeping these goals in our mind and these targets and some form of routine, the better because it will be easy to adapt again to normal life after it. So speaking of motivation, and, and I know I'm prime example of this, a lot of people make excuses for like not having the right equipment clothing or whatever it is um is there any like tips you can give mainly for like the um the older generations of like what what kind of equipment they can use around the house to kind of still exercise and like i know myself there's there's things you can do like tricep dips on chairs and stuff but is there any way you can like kind of give some advice to on that type of thing yeah i mean the thing is you've got a massive encyclopedia you've got to remember that if you could look at exercise equipment and you look at the movement 
the exercise equipment isn't as key as you think. It's the movement which loses our kind of insight, if that makes sense. So, yeah, you can see someone doing something with something heavy. But if you were then to make that heavy thing invisible, okay, Mm -hmm. there's still movement there. There's still movement patterns. So obviously going back to what we spoke about at the start, start with the simple basic things like walking. What do you have access to that doesn't require equipment? They're the things that really you should definitely put a focus on because you've got a whole world to access. You've got that hour outside. You've got your garden. You've got whatever space you have in your home. But when you're going to use, if you want to utilize space, you've got to look at kind of, natural movement through the body so if you're for example if you can get up and get if you can get up and you are able and you can you can you can move about quite freely you don't mind getting up and down then the simplest of tasks can be built into some form of um, productive movement uh, and exercise something like literally can you 10 times for example if you are if you are able to can you get to the floor with your chest to the ground and get back on your feet 10 times in whatever way you can and then can you go and try and focus to go if you have a garden can you how many times can you go back and forth in your garden between these things but then what i like to do um for the i look after an age group uh, as well um for the 70s and over and we have very simple tasks that we set on an everyday basis but we have kind of honed them into being quite housebound now um, and i was actually talking to steve the other day about one of these things is a lot of people will try and just go through basic movement when they can progress it to something quite simple. So we all have cupboards in our kitchen and we all tend to put our cups and mugs or something at quite a height or something which is a reach and we'll get it down quite naturally. But when was the last time you took all of your coffee and tea mugs or all of your glasses or everything out of a high cupboard, a cupboard which is above chest height, for example, that you have reach and safe access to. If you were to then just take everything out, clean it or not clean it or just put it all back, the stretch and the movement alone that we get in these kind of movements is a, is very productive. Things like gardening are one of the highest calorie burners. So if you want to refer to the, you know, the body's ability to burn body fat and stay fit, gardening is one of the most productive, natural, non-exercise movements you can do. Cleaning the house is also up there. Things that uh, you're going to be decluttering and you're going to be kind of freeing your mind of that, that additional stress and you're going to be ticking off that to-do list. And little do you know, you are actually performing a form of exercise and productive activity as well. You're hitting two birds, one stone, if not more. And these are just a few good tips as well. Um, but again, like if you aren't active, if you if you feel that like you are quite chair bound or you do struggle on your legs and feet, well, simple movement from a chair. So get into an upright position. Grab yourself um, something to focus on, something you can hold in your hand. Grab a, if we, we all have access usually to something like a broomstick and the head yeah. will come off that broomstick. If you actually grab this stick, extend your arms out, lift the stick above your head with like a lever action and down 10 times, push it from the chest 10 times. Can you keep it overhead and lift one leg off the floor? Now, this is all from a seated position, but straight away we're performing productive movement. There's a million ways that you can do this. It's just about doing it. 
that matters. So don't worry about if some of these things sound too much, some of them don't sound enough. Let that start to paint a picture for you, though, to think, well, if that's not going to suit me, maybe it's either something more or something less that will. But know that there is always something you can do that you might not be looking at because it doesn't look like exercise. Yeah. But little do you know, just adding that into your lifestyle is going to give you a, a real positive and productive kind of time frame to work with yourself. Definitely, yeah. And on, I'd just sorry. like to say, uh, going on from what Nick says there, he made some really, really good points uh, about being chair-bound. Uh, and we... At AGK Lancashire have, well, prior to the isolation, uh, we we'd specifically do chair-based exercise classes. And it is all about exactly what Nick's just described, about the movements, the stretching. It's low impact, but it can have mm-hmm. uh, a really positive effect on someone. Keep keep me moving, get get the blood flowing. I mean, at the moment, we, we've kind of tried to set up a bit of an, an, an initiative uh, on our website, uh, which gives people sort of how-to videos uh, and we've got one up there at the moment, um, which is a chair-based exercise. Um, and the lady, the instructor on there, Jill, is using uh, or you know food cans as her weight. Now, obviously, like Nick said, you, you don't necessarily need an actual weight. Uh, you can just do it, just do the movement. But you know, tins of beans, things like that, in in your house that are accessible can be used as part of of an exercise. And so, I, anyone listening to this and think, so I think I, I'd like to go on that. I'd urge them to have a look on our website in the art of isolation section. Uh, and there's a really good video on there about about ten to ten to twelve minutes long. Um, low low, like I say, low impact, but it certainly is is enough exercise for for many people that perhaps aren't as active as as they used to be. Um, and like we've said earlier in the podcast, um, the, the, the benefits both mentally and physically are, are, are massive. Um, there's been another bit of research done quite recently that um, staying active, trying to do movements around the house, like, like, you, like you say, gardening or just chair-based stuff, it can actually reduce your risks of having a fall because, uh, it, it, you know, you, as you get older, you become a bit more frail, um, unsteady on your feet and as a charity, we, we hear a lot of our clients that we, we get through our hospital aftercare service um, have had a fall at home, um, whether that be, you know, they've had a sort of a, he- a lightheaded or they just, they've, they've tried to move in it in a, in a way that they, they're not able to, because that, you know, they're, they're not as active as they perhaps should be or, or once were. Uh, and, and when, when someone has a fall at a certain, when you, when you especially sort of, into your later years it it can sort of really lead to a spiral of of ill health really um and obviously everyone wants to avoid a hospital visit particularly at this time uh so yeah it's just just to reiterate what what everyone's already said really it's so important if you can just tr- just try and use your surroundings and you, and you can do it uh, from a seated position brilliant is there anything else you'd like to add on that like any where, where people can find advice and stuff like that is there anything any re- references or resources that people can get? Um, from our point of view, uh, if people visit our website, which uh, just click into the search engine, Age UK Lancashire, uh, you'll find it there under activities and events. Uh, it's called Art of Isolation. Uh, there's four different sections. Um, we're talking about Get Active Today. Uh, there's lots of stuff on there. Gardening is actually included in that, a bit of advice. <laughs> 
there's stuff on cooking as well, which again, reaching for those pots and pans or, or what have you, it all, it all does help. It keeps you moving. And then, yeah, enjoy, enjoying sort of getting out there, definitely u- utilising the hour that, that people are, are, are given at the moment, you, you know, re- especially with this nice weather, if you can even just, uh, you know, perhaps even sit, sit in your garden and, and try the exercises, uh, just get that fresh air going. Um, uh, yeah, so the resources are online anyway on our website and then obviously more widely available through sort of NHS websites and things like that. Fantastic. I think you need, Nikki, I think you need to do a, a cleaning out a cupboard exercise for, on your next Fitbox live stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could do with that. Yeah, yeah be a good one, that. I think, uh, I think you, your missus will appreciate that as well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it, that's it. It's simple though, isn't it? But it's, it's the things that, this is what I mean though, I know it. Some people listen and go, ah, oh, that can't be that hard, but do it. Like if you, you, We've all got a, what, minimum of four high cupboards. When was the last time you took it all down and put it back up? Because if you yeah. did it all at once, honestly, that's it. People will get, you get more out of it than you realise. And like Dave rightfully says, it's the power of movement, not just the power of exercise. It's, you know, it, you've got to, you've just got to do something doing something alone it de- de- when uh, Steve said to me actually Steve's on the call he said to me after you're not just decluttering um you know decluttering the cupboards and moving you're also decluttering a bit of your mind your headspace and you, you know you're freeing yourself from a bit of everything at once and this is what it's about it's about the movement having a positive knock-on effect on the body when you're stretching and moving, but also mentally, like steel bringing now, is it, it's about feeling better. Definitely. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, can mean, you expand on that, Steve? Yeah, I mean, just by exercising regularly, like we're talking about, on a regular basis is really important. I think I mentioned this earlier on because it gives people an enormous sense of well-being and... Uh, the, what people forget is that it do, one dovetails into another. Um, you know, feeling more energetic through the day. I mean, a lot of people will have sleepless nights at the moment, thinking about things of the past or in the present, what, especially what's happening in the future. But doing all these things, it burns a bit of energy and, 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 and makes you feel better. It will make you sleep better at night as well. Um, you know, it will obviously make you more relaxed feel positive about yourself. You know, your brain releases endorphins and serotonin that makes you feel better anyway. But, you know, it makes you relax your muscles, release tension in your body. And and if your body's relaxed, you know, your mind is better too. And, and that's where I think people think of these things, well, I should be doing exercises and what can I do for depression and anxiety? And being active, as we've heard today, just you can double tick box these so easily and lift your spirit um, in times that you need it um, and it just gives you so much the list goes on you know which it gives you more sense of self-worth it feels strong you feel more powerful once you've done sort of exercise and the activities that we've mentioned today will be brilliant because you can look at your garden you can look at your cupboards that are all nice and tidy and and you can walk away with that sense of fulfillment you've completed two things that one for your mind and one for yourself physically as well definitely I mean, I, th- I think I've touched um, on every basis that th- the questions that I wanted to ask. Is there anything else you want to add in, as a whole for, for Be Active, for, to give people like a bit of knowledge, whoever will listen to this? Is there anything in total? To, in, from from age, age UK, Lancashire's involvement. Oh, sorry. 
Um, yeah, from Age UK, <laughs> Lancashire involvement. Um, like I say, we're, we're always, uh, you know, please please do ring us uh, on 0300 303 1234 or visit our website because we're, we're constantly trying to update uh, information about being active, mindfulness, all that kind of stuff. Um, I know we're going to do a mindfulness podcast uh, further down the line as part of this series. Um, but yeah, there is there is support and resources out there. If you are a person who, if you're a younger person who has grandparents or parents that are elderly that might not have access to, to um, the computer or whatever, please do try and, and share the information with them, uh, you know, because it, it, it will help them. Fantastic. Like I say, I think from from my point of view, I've asked everything I wanted to ask. I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are listening to this will get a lot of benefits and um, a bit of knowledge on how they can implement that on their daily routine of like, like you say, exercising on a daily basis, watching Nick's live streams, cleaning out his cupboards and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been good. We've, we've, we've been running for half an hour now, which has gone, gone pretty quick, actually. Um, but is, is is there anything else that, you, that anyone would like to add before before we close the show off? Yeah, I think I'll just finish up on um, just obviously pushing the the online coaching yeah. for weeks if you don't mind. That's fine. Um, but I was just going to really talk about. You just want me to say it now? Just want to go into it now? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go. So, so what I was just going to finish off is is just you know people are, are struggling with like discipline. To, to, to exercise on a regular basis or have an accountability to someone. I mean, you've, you've got Nick Jones at Fitbox, which is offers a mini team offer uh, personal training services. Um, it, it's mental. Um, we offer coaching, uh, mental well-being coaching, which we are going to start a four-week course um, to raise money for Edge UK. So there's no charge for it. You just donate through just giving page to Age UK um, where you can meet, have a now-week live webinar um, where you, myself um, as a qualified wellbeing coach will be there to, to take your tasks for the week ahead um, on, on obviously helping with your mental wellbeing but also putting some routine into your given week for them four weeks and you'll also be educated um, by different experts. Fantastic. Right, I think that's that's pretty much everything from us. I reckon. I think uh, it's been a good, been a good podcast, been a good chat. Thank you for having you all on. Cheers, fantastic. Yeah, well, thank, oh, you. thank you. Cheers, Cheers for having us. Very much. Cheers, awesome. Mate. Right, so if Thanks, you've um, like this, Dave. if you've liked this episode of um, be be calm and carry on, make sure to like all our socials, subscribe, um, download all the streams, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>